Hello, hello, hello. Today is Friday, May 19th, 2023, episode number 333. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules and Cat Turd. Hey there, Cat. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. How goes it today? It's hot. Mm, I know, but it's Friday. It's, it's a hot, it's a hot ass day. <laughs> FLA. <laughs> That's good. All right. So we're already rhyming. So we're in the Friday spirit. That's a good sign. My goodness. It has been such a, an unbelievable week. Just one thing after another. But today's show is Turnip Brain Runs to Japan. <laughs> and isn't he making I like that title. <laughs> I do too. This is yours, Beauty. And what a mess he's making over there. This is so embarrassing. I cannot believe every single time I watch one of these clips of him, I just go, oh, no. He is such a, he's such a scumbag. Mm-mm. No. This just a, is... he, he's a predator. He is. He's you see some children, he goes right for him, man. He can't hide it anymore. He's got dementia. He can't hide his pedophilia. It's so true. I saw the clip that you put on your page, and yes, I mean, there he is. He's running right on after him. On your last trip to Poland, what was your favorite thing there? What did you like in Poland? Really? Okay. Can we send yeah, really? Shove your kids to a pedophile, dummy. Yeah, thank goodness they took the little boy. He, I mean, he you want him to get sniffed? You want him to whisper in his ear, their ear about one quarter inch from their ear and rub their shoulders and play with their hair and tell them how pretty they're going to be when they're 16? Is that what you want? That's what you do to your kids? My goodness sakes. Who would, sick, what sick, parent would do that? What kind that? of sick freaks would do that to their kids? No idea. Absolutely no idea. But it's gross, and everybody knows about Joe. Sniffy Joe. He just can't He can't contain it anymore in his age. Gross grandpa. He should be a movie. <laughs> it really should. Grandpa grossy. Well, he's confused, all right. Joe Biden uses cheat sheet at working lunch with G7 leaders. This is, of course, typical Joe. He arrived in Japan on Thursday to attend the G7 summit with the other world leaders. 80-year-old Joe Biden looked confused as he greeted the world leaders in Japan on Friday. At one point, Biden slipped on concrete steps and almost fell. I mean, you've got the clips here. It's just, this is the guy? Really? I mean, this is the guy. Every time he goes anywhere, there is an incident. And he caught himself, but my goodness, of course, everybody went wild. They're talking about how feeble he is. Most people don't think he's going to be able to run at all in 2024. He may have announced it, but that doesn't mean that's what you're going to get. So the board yeah, continues to move. Fell down the steps. At least he fell down the steps instead of up the steps this time. There you go. There's a plus. Gravity actually had its way. You have <laughs> Biden with his mouth agape shuffled over a photo op with Macron, Trudeau, and other leaders. He's completely shot. He's always looking confused. Everybody's observing this. I mean, this isn't a secret. You've got an empty shell there. He doesn't even know where he's supposed to go or what he's supposed to do. His notes have pictures next to him. It almost looks like a child's coloring book. Here's an example. They've got everything underlined and highlighted for him. The cheat sheet included talking points about Biden's CHIPS Act and Inflation Reduction Act. Biden boasted about the U.S.'s climate commitments to the G7 leaders. You know what that means. the The whole country's being invaded. We got record, we got record gas prices, record inflation, a wide open border. But man, our climate, whoa. Well, that's their next scam. And so he's getting all the leaders excited about their new investment opportunities. All for money. There's no investments. There's what, what do they do? Okay. We're going to invest in, in the climate change by doing what Mm. you're going to push a button and make the uh, temperature, which is not even a problem at all. Oh no. If the temperature changes just a half a degrees in a hundred years, the whole world's going to go up in flames. Boom. Yeah. And just like I always tell them, you know what? When I got up, it was 57 this morning. It was 90. So, you know, 
It's 90 right there. There's 33 degrees today just here, and he didn't do shit. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> Everything's still fine. There's nothing on fire. No, exactly. And I mean, this is sad because, okay, these are supposed to be cheat sheets. That doesn't mean you put them up on display for the whole world to see. But of course, Joe needs them so badly, he's got to have them ready at his neck. I mean, look at this. He'd he just... need a cheat sheet to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jill's and for. Another, and another one to wipe. <laughs> Isn't that Jill's job? <laughs> Joe and Jill go up a hill. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but it's certainly not good. Whatever it is, it's really bad. But yeah, I mean, it was just a complete mess. You have lost in Japan. Everybody's talking about it. Dailymail.com. Confused-looking Biden, 80, is directed to his spot by Japanese PM Kaji Kishida, as he kicks off the G7 summit in Hiroshima. You got Joe and Jill visiting the Peace Mark and Memorial Museum, and he's just shuffling around. He doesn't know where to stand, and Jill basically says, hey, you know what? We'll figure it out. Thank you. Don't cause too much attention to this blunder over here. She's used to covering for him, but she didn't want anybody looking at what was happening. So sure, he needed a lot of guidance to get where he was supposed to go, and <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just gotten to the point where you just go, no, really? I mean, it's one thing to be slow, but this is a no-go, in my opinion. Mm. Mm. That's our representation over there. And Lord. He, well, they're just getting him out of town because all the, the, the criminal stuff's coming out, the, the um, Durham report. And so they hey, get, send him to Japan. Mm -hmm. Send him to a neutral and We can't do any damage. Boy. I mean, right when you think that they can't do any more damage, they they do. This is a huge ethical problem. You've got paging hypocritical Dems. Biden has got this, and it could be a legal problem, too. They're talking about the fact that they are losing their minds over Justice Clarence Thomas going on free trips with a friend he's known for years, not only there's nothing more improper there's nothing improper about this there isn't any indication that he had to do this with a court decision or that the friend tried to influence thomas in any way but why were the democrats trying to throw things up like this up against the wall on thomas now because they want to do everything that they can to on, invalidate the supreme court he he, he went on a he went on a trip and 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 hunter biden gets a hundred million dollars a year mm -hmm. from China and everybody else under the table to influence for 100% influence and a, a million dollar no-show job. Well, here's the thing. They're doing everything they <laughs> can to change. Talking about free money. Right. They're trying everything they can to to infiltrate the Supreme Court. That's their big target because it's predominantly Republican conservatives right now. And so they want to pack the court system and everything else. But you've got ethics expert Walter Schwab, who led the Obama era Office of Government Ethics, and Richard Painter, the top ethics lawyer in the George W. Bush White House. They say that free vacation home stays need to be disclosed if the homeowner isn't present. And it appears they were not because a personal hospitality exception would not apply the homeowner has to be a personal friend of the president or first lady and present during the stay otherwise that goes on the form there's no excuse not to have it on the form painter is now a university of minnesota law professor and he told the post you can't have the president just going around using people's houses for free without disclosure and that's exactly what's been happening you see where they stay all these lavish places and everything else so it has a lot to do with these donors and how they are curtailing. And, of course, you see the pay-for-play. You've seen the quid pro Joe. This has been going on for a long time with lobbyists and everything else. So people need to know this is disclosure. They promised us transparency. Why not? Oh, talk about transparency. An error or no? A lot of people are talking about the fact that the Pentagon made an accounting error of three billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. I didn't carry. I didn't carry the three. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you doing it on paper? 
<laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, they were off by just three billion. Not a big deal, right? I mean, the media is reporting this as a positive because the error will ultimately benefit Ukraine in the form of more weapons, which means that okay, well, we've already <laughs> promised them more money, so we're going to give them yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let, let's let's give Ukraine all of our money while our, our citizens are, are on, under under the bridges. That's right. Let's give him some more. Give him another hundred billion. Well, I don't know if you've heard the latest in L.A., but this is absolutely insane. They're going to start putting a lot of these homeless people in hotels because the streets are not safe. I kid you not. Los Angeles <laughs> mayor. The hotels ain't going to be safe now. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, I have and people still, They're still going to be out there in the streets, too, because that's where they buy the drugs. What people don't get. They're street people. They like being out there. Oh my! They need. They're, 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 these are drug addicts, people. They're all drug addicts or drunks or crazy. There's nobody in one of these homeless camps that's like, oh, I've done my best and I'm trying hard and I really want to get back on my feet. Because if you wanted to camp like that, you'd camp out in the woods somewhere, away from everybody, and just try to uh, survive and get a little job down here and then and, and, and work your way up to an apartment and then whatever. But uh, the reason they don't want to, the reason they're always in the big cities is because that's where the drugs are. They exactly. can they can go to the next 10 over, knock on the door and say, hey, man, I need an eight ball, need this, need that, need some heroin. Um, and, I, and, and that's why they live there. And so they're, they don't, they're not going to, God, can you imagine the mode trying to clean up one of their rooms? Let me tell and you. Nobody going to go in there and do it. Do they really think this is going to be any different than the shelters? I mean, the reason why. Mayor Karen Bass is saying that she needs to put them in hotels is because they're afraid to be in shelters. Can you imagine? All right, I have a lot of people that come into town and visit all the time. People love coming to LA. They like to see the sights, the weather, everything else. Just big escape. We have a good time. All right, lots to do. But here's the deal. I mean, how is this going to make it any safer? And shouldn't the hotels make sure that people are aware that this is Section 8 or something else? Well, here she is explaining this decision. Well, we definitely do not have enough of either. Either the interim housing, which is what we're doing here. We're getting people out of tents and moving them into motels. And the sad thing is, is that in Los Angeles, people say they would rather be on the street in a shelter then in a shelter yeah. because the shelters are perceived as too dangerous. So what's going to happen to the hotels? I, I told you, I just said that. Mm. It's not because they're dangerous. You think living on the street, uh, laying there in a, in, a, in a pile of needles is, is, is more safe than the shelter, uh, more dangerous, mm. uh, less, I mean, less dangerous than the shelter? No, they like, that's what they like doing. Mm. They need it. They, they have to be able to get their drugs available. They have to be able to... Be, do whatever it takes to get their drugs, get their next fix. Well, I mean, with this mayor, let me tell you something. She'll just say, hey, you know what? We're just going to send somebody over there and take care of whatever it you, is that you, you need. These people have to fix themselves. You can't fix them. Well, think about people it's that true. clean the rooms and everything else in these hotels. Really? They're going to have to deal with all of that nonsense. It's going to be an absolute mess. And then try to evict them. Good luck with that. I, I mean, I, this is... I worked on bridges for 21 years. And... Um, so a lot of the bridges I worked on in just about every major city in the United States, I've traveled 300 days a year. Um, so, you know, I was up under a lot of bridges and so I see what's going on under a lot of bridges and a lot of, a lot of towns. And I mean, you know, from out in the country to down in the hood somewhere. So, uh, and believe me, you can't, there's nothing you can tell me about the people that live under on the street. There's nothing. I, I, I've, I've been around them my whole life. I'm just telling you, there, there's no saying, you know, you can't push a rope. You can pull a rope, but you can't push a rope. Mm-mm. So you can't, you can't force it on them. They don't, they don't, they, they don't, they, they're, they're hardcore drug addicts. They want to live like that. They don't want to, to straighten up. They don't want to go to rehab. They don't want to go to a motel room. So, I mean, and it's up to them to fix themselves and it takes a lot to get to that, you know, to get to that. I mean, you wouldn't believe the things I've seen. I've, I've, I've seen you talking about sharing needles. I've seen people do heroin. I just get in a circle, seven of them use the same needle. Oh you talking about goodness. just pass it around over and over and over and get it. You fill it up, same needle. That is. I so mean, awful. they they don't care no. at all. No, 
They're all about that fix and they don't care. You're absolutely right. And the fact that California has turned into such a drug den, I mean, from one corner to the next. And it's people nasty. are so sick. That's what I'm saying. I mean, who who really did that video recently problem? of just driving around Hollywood? I mean, downtown, mm -hmm. street by street by street, nothing but graffiti and tents and, and just nasty garbage and Oh, it's so true. I, but I mean, is it really any different when you look at the border? It's sometimes in some cases way worse than our border. <laughs> they can't figure out how to fix it because they want to be nice. That's right. Like, hey, do you mind not shooting heroin right here and right in the field? Yeah. I mean, can you? Can you? Oh, we're going to fix you. You can't do that. It, 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 this is a police problem. You have to get them out of the streets. You, do. you have to arrest them. You have to tell them to move on. They can't stay here. You have to. You have to use... Uh, uh, you know, police tactics to get them the hell out. And then they can't come back. And when they get back, one gets back, you run them off. Mm. And it's just how you have to do it. Or it's going to, if you just placate to them, it, it's it's going to get worse. That's what's happening. Every, every city in the United States is nothing but a big shithole. That's exactly right. Keep placating to them. Put, give them motels. Give, give them, Don't lie to me. Give them thousands. No, yeah. That's what you that's it. That's every city. <laughs> I mean, that is exactly what you have. It takes a lot. I mean, you think about, I mean, if you've ever had people that were heavy drug users in your family or, or had drug problems, I don't know what a lot of people listening have, but I know, I, you know, just, I mean, to, to end up under a bridge somewhere, um, I mean, that people are good people. And, and if somebody, a cousin or something like that, or an uncle is having a drug problem, the family, I don't care if they're poor, they'll rally around them, try to get them fixed, let them stay up their house. And they'll, and, and they'll do it. They'll do it a long time. They'll try to send them to rehab, try to have an intervention. Uh, then they'll have friends that they've known that'll help. Hey, you can stay on my couch. Uh, and then it just goes to the phase where they're stealing from everybody. Then they're stealing from their family. Then they're stealing from everything for the drugs and, and then nobody will have them and nobody will even let them around anymore. You, you have to be way down there for a long time to get to that point to where you, 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 it's not that you don't have family and friends. It's just, they don't want you around and, 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 and you're so bad. They just don't want to see you anymore. Well, and this is also the elite that are complaining because you've got these housing and you've got these tent cities that have set up in neighborhoods and they have completely taken over people that actually own their homes and their properties. And it's it's a horrible thing to watch because a lot of people I've heard of people that are afraid to even go inside of their own house. They have you think I'm putting in motels. What do they think they're going to do? Set up, set, set up there and fold your clothes and put it there and, 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 and watch TV and, 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 uh, you know, clean up after themselves and, and <laughs> they're, they're going to get so screwed up. They're going to go in the corner and start pissing all over the carpet. Exactly. I they mean, don't have, they don't understand. They, they, they have to understand the problem. Of course they're not. They're just going to destroy the hotels. They're going to be gone in a, in, in a week. They're going to. I mean, instead of Section 8 housing, it's going to be Section WIS housing. <laughs> that's right. And Well, and I mean, that, that's why people are constantly comparing it to the border for this exact same reason. And now that you don't get in trouble, if you steal under $1,000 in L.A., you've got a mess on your hands with all of these different stores that are getting, you know, I mean, look at Nordstrom. Nordstrom just closed down their stores in San Francisco. Why? Because of all the- a guy on a bicycle, did <laughs> you see that? <laughs> it's crazy news. Did you see that? Yes, Some yes. guy just rode by on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, the whole, does I see that wrong? The whole thing is nuts. Well, this is an example of it, looting in these dim cities. And this is at a Target, as we like to call it. And so, yeah. But here's the deal. We've got all kinds of problems in our own country that they're not going to be able to fix. And I think you, they're doing you call the for the elites. You, you, they, it's because they keep let, just the homeless, they keep letting do it. The the looters, they just keep letting do it. You go, you, you go in there when they're doing that. And then, uh, uh, and they go in there and start doing that in broad daylight. You go in there and 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 you arrest them if they if they want to run. You tase them, and then you and then you handcuff them, and then you take them to jail and you throw the book at them. You put them in prison. Say, hey man, did you hear? Uh, um, uh, well, whoever over here, they just got six months for shoplifting. I'm not going to do that. Well, they you tase have... them, and, and, and you don't have to keep doing it. Right. You just have to set the example, and ever all the criminals, the word will get out. Hey. 
they're coming down on shoplifters now, man. You go in there and rob a place, they're going to come in there, they're going to tage you, they're going to handcuff you, they're going to put you in jail, That you're going to be in there three months waiting on a trial, then they're going to throw the book at you, and you're going to get a year in prison. It'll stop overnight. It sure would, but nothing is happening to these people. Instead, they're running off the businesses and the restaurants and everything else, and that's what's happening, and that's why you're seeing such an influx of people moving away from big cities into conservative areas because there's no reason to stay where I'm they are. You, watch the old show. John Carpenter escaped from New York. <laughs> Snake Plissken. It's something. Just watch else. it. It's an old, I don't know when that movie came out, probably in 1980 or something, but go watch it sometime. That's what all the cities are going to look like in 50 years if the Democrats have their ways. Well, you have such a problem. You have mental illness. You have drug addiction. You have got also people that are living in their cars who cannot afford housing in the big cities at all. And unfortunately, what comes along with that are children as well. So you've got entire families that are living in their vehicles and they're going without completely as a result of Democrat cities and Democrat policies. And if you really think sticking them all in a hotel up there together is going to help it, when you deem that the shelters are unsafe, think about what the repercussions are. And think about the fact of trying to evict these people with our strict eviction laws. Imagine how that's going to work. After they're there for a certain amount of days, they get to stay there. So it, it's just more nonsense. It's more noise from the left. It is just completely out of hand. And who's paying it? The taxpayers are, are paying it. Of course and why? we are. Why are you paying criminals to be criminals? Why are you paying drug addicts to be drug addicts? Why are you paying thieves to be thieves? It's, it's, right. it's the most ridiculous thing. What do you think is going to happen in the motel room? Oh, my goodness. Man. It's going to be really bad. I feel so sorry <laughs> for the people gonna, that work it's there. It's going to be the wild, wild west Oh, yes. I mean, the people that actually work there and have to God, liberals can screw anything or, up. Or take care of the outside and the maintenance and all of that. Oh, it's going to be an absolute disaster. So now you have U.S. officials who are backtracking on claims on killing al-Qaeda leader in Syria after family claims victim of drone strike was a sheep herder and father of 10. You remember this story, right? Yeah. Well, here all of a sudden, you've got them backtracking on all of this. You've got Lofty Hassan Misto, 56, a local sheep herder and father of 10, was identified by the family as a victim in the Hellfire missile strike. The slain man, Lofty Hassan Misto, died after being hit by a Hellfire missile on May 3rd, according to his family. Now you've got the Pentagon, who is pushing back on that, no longer confident that the drone strike killed an Al-Qaeda boss. Mm, yeah, you think? We watched all of this. We talked about all of this. The Pentagon claimed it killed an Al-Qaeda leader on May 3rd. The victim's family denied the claim, and experts discovered that the victim had no ties whatsoever with terrorist groups. 56-year-old Lofty Hassan Misto is just one of many innocent victims of the U.S.'s so-called war on terror. So a uh, little retraction there, and you've got these two, of course, Millie Vanilli and his counterpart. So they are now walking back all of these claims, and what the, what's going to happen with the family? What is the U.S. planning on doing to correct this massive error. The operation was overseen by the U.S. Central Command, which claimed hours after the strike without citing evidence or naming a suspect that the Predator drone strike had targeted this senior Al-Qaeda leader. But now there is doubt inside the Pentagon about who was killed. Two U.S. defense officials talked to the Washington Post to go on about this story. And so here you go. We saw it. Remember the, the videos of all of this stuff? It was awful to watch. And then not only that, yeah. they don't want to talk He's about like Afghanistan. herding sheep. And what's that sound? Mm -hmm. I mean, really. <laughs> what's that sound in the sky? It's terrible. And you even have the Daily Beast that are talking about it. They can't hide it anymore. And even though the left doesn't want to discuss, discuss Afghanistan, what a disaster that was. And, and you even have people that won't even release the memos on what happened. I mean, come on. Secretary of State, 
you got to go, bud. you got to release that stuff to the American people. And they're not. They're refusing. They're going to end up holding him into contempt. Who isn't going to be under impeachment or contempt charges by the time this whole thing is over? They've yeah, the run Republicans won't impeach anybody. They have, they've, 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 got, they've, they've got it right now. All they have to do is just do it. they got the articles lit up. They just have to go vote for it and do it. And they're too cowardly. That's just They're ridiculous. too cowardly. They're worried about the debt ceiling. Man, who cares about the debt ceiling? No Best thing can happen is us, the government, shut down. My God, what a dream come true, please. That's exactly right. I mean, they don't have nothing I need, we, believe me. We have so <laughs> many problems here as a result of these fools running the nut house. San Francisco has turned into an absolute ghost town. And I think that's on purpose. I really do. Because they've got a lot of Chinese investors that are coming in. They're building and buying up construction firms and everything else. So there's a lot of question questionable things that are happening. But it is now a ghost town. You've got crime-ridden city has lost half of its downtown stores since COVID hit, with 95 shuttering and just 12 new retailers opening in their places. You've got Williams-Sonoma. It announces it's closing, too. This is in New York's New York's sinking. They said, "Did you hear that?" I did hear that. I saw that on your page. Yes, New York's sinking. <laughs> I saw you uh, cried uh, a lot was, of tears over that one. I was, yeah, and I was like, "Oh well." Yeah, oh, you know, we buy in New York, send a box of rocks. <laughs> they said it's too heavy. <laughs> it's just what do I get for Christmas? A hundred pound box of rocks. <laughs> oh my gosh i mean it really is it is just absolutely sinking and here's your response oh well new york is sinking under the weight of its buildings according to geologists i mean yeah so you've got all this happening at the same I thought time it's, according to al gore is supposed to be underwater by 2015 his what book happened exactly oh, the, you, not one global the, the the hoax which is global warming I mean, just look at how, why y'all keep changing the name of it. If if you uh, is global warming, and then you have to say climate change. Well, no matter what kind of weather, then climate emergency, uh, climate or disaster, climate, it just changes every year. Goodness sakes! And they just... they brainwash these people at a young age. They know that it's just like the COVID the, the COVID hoax, and 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 that hoax too. Not not that there wasn't COVID. I'm not saying that, but the 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 complete lockdown of the world for a year was total a hoax mm -hmm. never should have happened no. i said it from the beginning i've seen the swine flu and the bird flu and every other flu come along deadly flus and they just let them play out and then everybody gets immune eventually and they go away it's just the way it is you know sixty thousand people normally die in america the flu every year it, it hits the elderly throughout history it's nothing new well, I mean, here's the thing, too. You have to understand that the bottom line on all of this is depopulation. They don't care about people. The government does not care about you, okay? If anybody thinks that they actually do, that you're important to them, you're absolutely wrong. Because here's the deal. You have got the homeless situation. You've got people that are living on the streets. And what do you think their life expectancy actually is? It's incredibly low. So they're not a problem for long. And I hate to say it, but this government is absolutely that bad. They are that terrible. When you look at how they experimented on humans with the COVID and children and the masks and all the repercussions of what happened as a result of that whole thing, you want to talk about depopulation. That was a huge one. Absolutely. And we haven't seen the end of it either. I mean, I remember when they were just absolutely going on and on about a mask. I wasn't going to wear a mask. I knew that was bad for me. No, I wasn't even going to do anything like that. In fact, I didn't participate at all in it. Mm -mm. No, it didn't matter to me whether I wasn't allowed into grocery stores. I had them delivered. Fine. I'll have my groceries delivered. If you were going to chase me around with a mask, I knew better. I'll go out and graze on the grass like a damn cow before <laughs> I, I wear a mask. I'm not doing it. I know. 100 degrees down here in the shade. Yeah, I'm going to wear a mask all day. Screw you. They still have people brainwashed that that is the way. Here's I can't believe still people use uh, wearing them face diapers, though. I mean, they're, but I'm glad they do because it's easy to spot, spot, you know, a big giant thing. Number one, I'll have to look at their face. Number two, I don't have to smell their breath. Number three, I, I, it points out dumb people, man. And I love a big indicator of dumb people. 
<laughs> that's it. It's like a walking billboard. Oh my gosh. So, but you remember the days of COVID, right? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Maysmore put together this piling of them, and this is what they were telling kids, your children. They're resilient, they said. A really striking comment that you made in this interview, you said, from a broad public health standpoint, and I'm quoting you now, at the population level, masks work at the margins maybe 10%. In the schools, everybody should wear a mask. Asking kids to wear a mask is uncomfortable, but you know, kids are pretty resilient. Kids are resilient, and if anything, this is going to build resilience in our children. Will this have long-term psychological effects on young kids, do you think? I don't think so. I think, in fact, it's good. Masking uh, is very important, particularly in the schools. Masks are safe. Masks do work. I have a nine-year-old. He tolerates masks for everything. I don't hear him whine, just like I don't hear him whine about his seatbelt or his bike helmet. Children have no problem with what is going on. They want to deal sensibly by way of the science with COVID. They've said we have no difficulty with students wearing masks. But I look at the history of the world and when I think of like my parents and grandparents growing up in depressions, fighting wars, kids always had a part to play too. And when I look at the fact that they're just wearing a mask, but they have a roof over their head, they have food. A mask is basically non-intrusive completely. I've yet to see a child whose mask was bothering him or her. In fact, in the emergency department, the kids are the best ones at wearing masks and they often help their parents put masks on correctly. There's nothing adverse or bad about masks. We've used masks for decades. We mask kids in our cancer wards routinely. We have now a plethora of ongoing research and studies um, and documents that are showing us that masks do not put children at risk. This concept that children somehow are harmed or abused by wearing masks is not founded in any science. It's simple. Uh, it does no harm. Uh, my kids wear them to school. The idea that children won't wear masks is actually an abdication of leadership to say that we can't ask them and won't set an example for them. Those 50 million children need to protect themselves by wearing masks. If I'm going to get on an airplane, I don't have to wear a mask, uh, but I will have my kids wear one. I don't think this is politically uh, dividing at all. I wear masks, my kids wear masks. I don't understand why parents are not Rona. listening yep to the science, not teaching their children to wear a mask. My responsibility, if I am lucky enough to be the next governor of Georgia, is to look at the science, to follow the protocols, <laughs> no and mask. to set the right example. I don't think we're even talking to the children. When we talk to schools and classrooms of children, they are happy to wear masks. Be comforted by the fact that children have so much neuroplasticity that it, this is a bump in their social development, but that they can repair very easily. Uh, you don't go to naked. Yeah. Uh, and right now, you shouldn't be going to school without a mask. You're not likely to be able to be exposed to something and spread it to mommy or daddy. And it's not likely mommy and daddy are able to spread it to you either. So I wouldn't worry about it, baby. I promise you. That's why we need to make sure children are wearing masks in school. Is that not unreal? That's what they did. Of course, Rona's in there. My kids wear masks. I wear masks. I was and we don't, so happy. I don't know anything about ballot harvesting, but we're masking up for good society. I was happy to see that Mays caught that and put that into that video because you know what? He does incredible work. And I'll tell you one thing. We're the, all the sick of Rona. Masks don't work against viruses. They're dust masks. <clears throat> Give me a break. Exactly. They don't work. They never work. They're never going to work. They're ridiculous. Ugh. But yet you've got revisionist history. You have Corrine Jean-Pierre, who's claiming that reopening schools and small businesses after Democrats' COVID lockdowns, that it was because of the work that this, I call him resident, has been doing. I kid you not. She gets up there with a straight face and lies each and every single day. Here's her interview. It was not good for our kids to not have been in school and Girl. be in person uh, classroom. Now, there's some kids, some parents that made decisions for their kids. Not mm -hmm. all kids have to be in classrooms, but it was important. Look to at our hands. It was important to get those small businesses going. Who talks like that? Isn't that crazy? I mean, they teach them to talk with their hands because for some reason they, 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 they you know. Yeah. 
all these elitist snobs, they all talk with their hands. All these Democrat ladies, they always talk with their hands. And it's just, when you talk with your hands like that, I automatically know you're a liar. Oh, boy. Because don't do that. And and they're stressing words in the air, and their both hands are waving. All the Democrats do this. Some Republicans. Let, 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 Let me break it down for you. Regular everyday people think you look like a t- <laughs> dumb ass. You're an idiot. Nobody talks like that. They're it means trying. you're lying. You're trying to get your lies a point. Because if you sh- wave your hands around and you wave them over here and you accent everything and you and you're really, uh, you know, then the, the, then people are going to listen to you. It's it's a lie. You just look like an idiot. But the real lie is the fact that they're trying to reinvent what actually happened under Joe Biden, and they're lying to everyone's face. And that's the thing. Everybody Fauci knows. Masks work ten percent of the time. No, they don't. Mm-mm. They oh. don't work none of the time because they can't stop viruses. Oh my! It, it doesn't do it. It's it's literally on the side of the damn box. Mm-hmm. Just read it. This mask will not stop viruses. Oh, my gosh. Just read it. It's on the side of the box. It is so true. And they just have lied and lied and lied. People were, like, rolling up their T-shirts and throwing it over their face like a bandit robbing a train in 1872. (laughs) I'm going to stop a virus with my sweaty, stinky shirt, and I'm going to walk in here and... And, and, and these people were crazy. Hell, you better wear a mask. You're six foot apart. Get away from me. I'm going to die instantly if you breathe on me. I'm dead. Oh, my gosh. Well, you remember. It they, they, showed just how weak and, and just how how much the, the, the our country has turned into these zombies that can't think for themselves. Mm-mm. And just like, I just I just sat back out here in the country during the whole COVID thing. I just shook my head like, what in the hell is wrong with these people? That's right. Well, I mean, Randy it, Weingarten on. They were all lying about another it. Way, another hand crazy. Oh, boy. Exactly. I mean, these d- These little 20-year-old TikTok influencers the Democrats have hired, these little, these little beta soy boys that wave their hands around and, <laughs> and scream. <laughs> and then there, uh, read your comments. There's 7,000 comments all of saying what a idiot you look like talking like that exactly but they think for some reason because they do it to tiktok to 14 years old they can come over to the adult world and do it and not get mocked what? relentlessly uh, yeah oh there you have if we just shoot uh, i'm a little rich kid phoebus and butthead i think it's like a perfect description of these two yeah, them two right there. You talking about some morons? Uh, it's so bad. I don't know which is worse, but yes, they're paying them a whole bunch of money, and that's the thing. The Democrats do have this incredible game plan. They've got boots on the ground. They're very organized. They are definitely reaching out to the younger generation. The, the and tricks aren't going to work no more, though. No, it's over. There's aren't. just all these old tricks that everybody knows. The media's liars now. They know the FBI is corrupt. They know our government's corrupt. Um, they, I mean, look, look, they, they do poll after poll now. Of course, polls are corrupt, too. Mm-hmm. but you know, Rasmussen's pretty good. And they, you know, uh, 60, what, 5% of the people in the country counting Democrats, independents, and Republicans think the election was stolen. Well, I just hope that and like 36% of Democrats think that they cheated in the 2020 election. The reason they think that is because they cheated. That's right. The, the, you know, Maricopa County in Arizona, it took them four weeks to count the votes. Katie Hobbs ran her own election and cheated in a hundred different ways. And she's sitting there in the governor and all she's doing is vetoing everything that comes up. They literally had things to, you know, for fentanyl victims vetoed. Exactly. Vetoed. I mean, how Cause you... she's got Republicans in the house. So it's just, I mean, no, nobody voted for that dumbass. No. And here's the thing. We've got Ronna McDaniel. And it's a really bad situation. And I hope she's listening I mask. to this My show. kids mask. Exactly. I, I wear hope, 24 I karat is. gold mask. Because if she is <laughs> From all your donations. <laughs> exactly. If she is listen, listening right now, I would want her to know that I'm just a little bit envious of 
you know, President Biden's influencer army. And I'm wondering, pretty please, if the GOP can have one too. I mean, I know it's going to be hard for her to part with her lip injections and her flowers in her office and her alcohol and her dinners and her lunches and all these different places to the spa and clothes and, you know, getting her hair extensions and all of that. I know that it may take away from all of that, but it would be really nice if she had some type of game plan that we could all say, mm, this is something that we can get behind and we she, can feel good about. No. She's she, she's she's a proven loser. Everything she touches, she loses at. That's she it. can't win anything. They put, oh, I'm, I, this is the last time I'm running. Why are you even running? You sh There's no way if I fell at something as bad as she felt, I would even attempt to stay in. I'd be like, you know what? Mm. I'm good at these things, but I ain't good at this. So, yeah, I mean, nobody's bad. good at everything. I suck at a lot of things. I'm good at things. So I try to like do the things I'm good at. And when I suck at something, I admit it to myself. Hey, you really suck at this. I didn't think I'm going to do it no more. Well, I wish the government <laughs> felt that way because seriously, they are terrible at a lot of things. So you've got battered by inflation, 90 million struggle paying bills as credit card usage spikes. I mean, do they think that the government is going to save them from all of that as well? Like they were hoping they would forgive them for their student loans. No, not the same thing. You've got people that are actually living on credit cards, buying their groceries on credit cards and everything else. I've seen, I've seen so many people that live above their means in my life. And uh, unfortunately for me, I just, I'm just not someone who, 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 um, I don't know. I, it's, I, I like to have money and I, you know, and make money, but I'm just not, uh, I just don't find extravagant things like paintings and this and that. And I don't need a, a $80,000 car and I don't desire to this. I just don't have the desire for this huge, wealthy life in, the, in an 18 story house. And I just never have been like that. I've been a very, I'm very simple. My tastes are very simple. And I just, I, it just doesn't, thrill me at all to try to gain a billion dollars and fly private and go here and go there. I just, I just, I, it's just not me. So, um, but some people, man, I've said, you've seen them, they mm. got the cars and they got this and they got uh, two them. jet skis and they got motorcycles yeah. and they got, and they, and they got a, 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 a house over here and a condo over here. And it's just, and they're working all the time. They're making all this money and they're, and they're all they're doing is just, I mean, they got a loan on everything. They got 18 credit cards maxed out. Uh, their their houses, the bank owns the house, the bank owns the cars, the bank owns everything they got. That's exactly right. Me, I'm more of a, hey, I'll save and I'll pay, you know, I, here's a $40,000 car I want. I'm going to save and I, it might, might take me four years. I'll just do it and pay cash, then I'll have it and it'll be mine forever. But here's the thing. I mean, really material objects only last for so long anyway, when you, when you really start putting things into perspective okay so that yeah. feeling of i just got this brand new car or i just won the lottery or i just bought a brand new house or i just bought brand new shoes or whatever the case may be you I have mean, 15 they... minutes of that happy sad mad or glad if it's a good emotion if it's a negative emotion whatever that is and after that initial shock or excitement yeah. of 15 minutes it's over it's done yeah I'm too busy to spend money. I, I just work all the time. I mean, that's all it's, I ever do. And you know, I enjoy well, it immensely. Money can't buy happiness. <laughs> it can't. Money can't buy love, but exactly. money can buy a whole lot of fun. That's well. all <laughs> Can buy, money can buy fun. That's what it buys. Yeah. Money can't buy happiness, though, and it's not going to make you happy. No. When you start, you, if you're not happy and you win the lottery, and you're still going to be miserable. Well, exactly. But, because the things that make you happy, the the true the true things that make you happy are the simple things in life. I hate to be a cliche, but yeah, to me it is. There's little things out. You just like you know, I'm a I'm an ocean and woods person, so I'm always out in nature. And there's things in nature that just can't be replaced. Things that God made. There's nothing that you can buy that's going to touch the pleasure of it. If you'll just slow down, sometimes you yeah. just got to slow your life down. It's hard to do, but you have to slow down. Well, Flamingo like, Mom talks, yeah, you know, take, talks about it, too. She's like, you just answered why people shop. You know, those excessive shoppers that just buy and mm -hmm. buy and buy over and over again because they Gosh. can't ever fill. They can't fill that spot. And so yeah. you see that. 
And it's really true. People just continue to think that that's going to bring them happiness. No, that actually comes from you. I'm happy when we have a successful show, when I can get this thing on live stream and and we don't have problems or glitches or things like that. I mean, it's just the little things because we really do work hard to to put together a nice show and all of that. And you just never know how it's going to go, especially when you've got things in testing. Especially when I'm your (laughs) co-host. You're great. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't have it any other way. No telling what's going to come in my mouth. I don't even know either, so that makes you feel any better. Well, here's the thing, though. That's why I always label. I have that one label, explicit, so I can always just click on that and we're safe. So I don't worry about anything. Beyond that, you know what? We just have a good time. That's all there is to that. So you've got inflation problem, and you have businesses that are basically saying point blank, Inflation is here for the long run. Get used to it, folks. This is the new way of life. It's going to get worse and worse. It's a bummer for American households, but we've been talking about it. And it can be fixed overnight. It could be. All of it can be fixed. It climbed to 61% in the most recent survey, up from 56% in August and November survey. I mean, just get used to it. And we've been in a recession. Even though they've been trying to fight off the R word, meaning the Dems, we've been in one. People are having a real hard time in this economy. Talk talk to people. They are all struggling. This is a far cry from the previous administration in how people are doing. Minorities are not being lifted up. Looks like a bunch of people about to jump into the Republican... Oh, yes. Race this week. Oh, yes. It looks like it's going to be declare week, isn't it? A lot of people Yeah, it looks like, oh, Krispy Kreme is going to go. <laughs> Mike Pence and Bridge the fly are going to join up. And just, <laughs> Mike Pence fly 2024. Oh, yeah. And DeSantis, Pence, I heard, next yeah, week. DeSantis. So yeah. it's about to. And I have a feeling they'll be like them. Them three is going to announce. Because I said, man, by June, you have to announce because it's. I mean, seriously, you have to, it's, it's time. It, it, it's, it's, you're six months away from the first vote. Yeah. So you, and, and then there's going to be all these debates and this and that. And so you, have, I mean, actually six months is not a long time to run a campaign for, for a primary for president. It's true. It's absolutely not long at all. true. And you it were talking about fast. it. You got to go ahead and, and say whether you're going to run or not, go ahead and declare because it is the season yeah, and so it's coming. you have Tim Scott, who says, of course, he'll support Trump if he runs again in 2024. Of course, he is saying that he is going to run again. And then you have DeSantis, who there's a bit, talking there'll be 15 to 20 well. of them, people. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. 20, 15 to 20. You wait and see. And I like it. I, 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 li- I like I like a bunch of people running. But, you know, I think last year our last cycle, they were like, well, we got so many. There's a second stage. In the first stage, according mm-hmm. to what your poll numbers are. Remember that? Yes, absolutely. And so, you, you know, the second stage, they just try to get to the first stage. My goodness. Well, here's the deal. What's- hey, Trump will debate, too. Yeah, he ain't going to debate. He, believe me, he's going to debate. Oh, I know. It's going it's to be great. I love seeing him up there. That's his comfort Well, he, was, he wouldn't say he didn't want to debate. He said he's not going to, the RNC is not going to just say, hey, we're going to have a debate at CNN with Chris Wallace running it. And he's not going to, I'm not going to agree to that. He's seen enough of that. He's seen enough of where he tries to debate and there's a mumsy Culpepper sitting there trying to debate him and trying to throw a bunch of lies and defending the Democrat or defending another person that they want in. He he just wants a fair debate. I mean, just put somebody in there that can be fair, have it neutral. Have a C-SPAN debate, you know, it would and, nice. and then pick somebody that's neutral. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think debates are healthy. I think that's really great. You get to see who you're going to vote and for. And with Trump, they're hilarious. And they're so wonderful. My, they're I engaging, mean, yeah. right? I mean, this is... I'm not there to gain any knowledge. I'm there to laugh my ass off when Trump's going to... <laughs> I swear I know I'm selfish. But it's fun. I'm there He's just to... Yeah, He's really I'm, I'm, good I'm, at it. I, I can't wait. He's gonna, you're jab number one. You're jab number two. You're jab number three. <laughs> Look at what he did with Caitlin Collins. Look what he did with <laughs> Hillary Clinton. We're still playing those clips. Look what he did with Joe Biden. Biden. All of this stuff comes back to haunt these people that throw their hats into these debates and then it, they are not able to deliver. And no better example than Joe Biden, no better example than any of them that have gone against Trump. And honestly, it is. It's pure comedy 
President Trump delivers, and that's what he did. He made sure that he kept and stuck with all of his promises. I can't wait until he's back into the Oval Office, but it's going to take a lot of work from everyone. It's going to be a fun primary. I can't wait. Absolutely. So what's the deal with this whole thing with DeSantis? I just wanted to ask you, because this is going on in Florida. Disney pulled $1 billion investment from Florida. And New Scum is getting all kinds of attention as a result of all of this. No, no, that was because they were going to pull, they were going to pull a uh, um, uh, uh, thousand workers or something from um, uh, the Disneyland. I guess it's right, Disneyland right. in California, and there are a thousand or two thousand workers, and they were going to send them to Florida to work. That's right. And, yeah, and and we don't want them. I'm I'm glad. <laughs> hey, you think I want to? Two thousand liberals coming to live in Florida is going to vote Democrat. Screw you! Think I care if Disney has another one of its million wings of something or a new ride? I don't give a damn. Oh, I've got a story that will back up what your claim is too, because I've got a lot of friends that live in Hollywood because I live here, right? And they put out their resume and they want to move to other areas. Florida is one. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are using other people's addresses now because they feel like when an employer sees that they are from Hollywood or LA or San Francisco or any of those areas, that they are completely discredited. They feel like they're being discriminated against. Well, there's a Hollywood, Florida too. You know that, right? Yes, absolutely. I do. Yes. Yes. Down by Miami. (laughs) Hollywood, Florida. (laughs) No, but it has California on their resumes. And even though they are super, super qualified, they're using some of their friends' addresses because when somebody sees L.A. or California, they feel like their resume is being put aside. Here comes a Karen. We don't want no Karen working for us. Exactly. (laughs) They really feel Uh, like that. These are are friends of mine. Oh, a liberal, a a, a white, rich, liberal woman. They'll destroy, they'll destroy your company. They'll destroy anything they touch. They'll destroy your schools. Mm -hmm. If you want, if you want to be destroyed, just, just a a really rich, rich, uh, Karen, white, liberal uh, uh, woman. And just, I, I, everything they touch, they destroy. That's right. Karens. They even named a name for them. It's the perfect name. Right. And I feel sorry for all those good Karens out there. There are good Karens out there. <laughs> <laughs> there are good Karens the, out there. They've run the name Karen. I you, know. Karen, you got to change it to Sharon or and something. And Brandon. Brandon is also ruined. Yeah, Brandon's gone. <laughs> God, you're just like, your name's Brandon, you mind your own business. Now, everybody, hey, let's go, Brandon, all day long, everywhere you go. Oh, my gosh, it's horrible. It really is too bad. But Disney's having a lot of problems now because it announces its huge Star Wars hotel will close just a year after opening and charging visitors up to 20000 for two-night voyage on fake Orlando spaceship with no windows. Now, here's the deal. Who in this economy can pay this kind of money, right? Of course it's not going to work. It's just not. So you've got Disney World's expensive Star Wars hotel. It's closing just after one year. The two-night voyage could cost guests up to twenty thousand dollars for the experience. I mean, you wouldn't believe what they on. you wouldn't believe what they charge. Wow, I don't even know. I mean, you've had twenty-seven dollar hamburgers. Go to Disney World. <laughs> I've had. You'll experience it. Oh, I hate hamburger to tell fries. You. Thirty-seven dollars. Oh, it's fifty something here in some places, and not a penny less. I'm not kidding. You they get you inside the there. They, they're like, I mean, it, it's a trick of a theme parks. I mean, I mean, they're like, okay, well, you get in, you know, it's a fifty dollars ahead, and they have all these little discounts around it. You can just like, you can get. Oh, look, here's your band where you can ride all the rides. Oh man, it's not a hundred dollars. It's only fifty. Here you go. Get in your whole family and get in for two hundred dollars. Now they got you. You're in this thing all day long. You can't bring any food in, and now they got you. You go there for lunch and cost you three hundred twenty-seven dollars, and then breakfast costs you one hundred eighty-five dollars for four people. Every little thing you do, then you want to go play a game, and you know, and then you want to throw some rings around a, a bottle or something, and that they're gonna get you there. And then you're gonna buy souvenirs and things that say Disneyland World. And, and what does that do? They sell you high price items that say Disney World on it and you run around all over the country advertising for free for them. Unbelievable. (laughs) 
<laughs> you had to pay. They, they, they sold you an eighty-five dollars shirt that says Disney World, and you they they <laughs> you paid them to go advertise for them in your hometown. Well, I mean, it's so different than Nike or some of the others, really. I mean, come on, that's I don't like playing fun, uh-uh. so I don't like theme parks. I don't like any of that stuff. I mean, I did when I, everybody does with our kid when I was a kid. I love that kind of stuff, but I don't like planned events. I don't want my a fun plan. I want to just like be spontaneous. I don't want, I mean, I just, I don't want a weekend to cost me 20 grand. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's not my idea of a good, good time anyway. So, Mm -hmm. mm -mm. but you also have a lot of things that are happening and I don't know the, the natives are restless, I guess, because you've got secret service agent that was assigned to Bill Clinton was recalled after they had an altercation in Bulgaria, apparently. So apparently it was an off-duty altercation with hotel staff, according to agency spokesperson. And so they have recalled him as a result. It's really interesting. It was at the Clinton Global Initiative, the Clinton Foundation, and it happened uh, last month. They couldn't get bail to hookers fast enough. Right. Yeah. You can't get the hookers here fast enough. You're out. Exactly. If something, something with these Clintons, it's just always something with them it's always bill clinton something. bill clinton raped so many women boy he was we've had one eight of on our show you can't tell me she's lying she'll tell we'll get her on the show again on, on our new show it'll just tell you she'll i mean she's she's the nicest old lady you'd ever meet in your life she'll Sweet. tell you the whole story Absolutely. i hate to even ask her it makes you cringe it's, it's, it's horrible. horrible to hear it it's horrible but the corruption she'll tell you every they... detail of how bill clinton raped the hell out of her and, and the, what he did afterwards everything oh, he just was and what hillary did was the real kicker yeah what she yeah. did to to her is oh, even yeah. worse than what bill did in my opinion mm. in some ways you want to talk about horrible hillary clinton is evil incarnate that is what she is that is what she will always be and that is why nobody and we did god intervened in that election to make sure that we didn't have her as president of the United States, and we got President Trump instead. Thank you, Lord. But here, more on the Clinton Foundation. FBI dropped four probes into Hillary yeah, Clinton's family them. nonprofit ahead of the 2016 election. Think about this is, that. This is the FBI is so rotten. That was Comey. Yes. Absolutely. And everybody is talking about defunding them. You got to you just got to stop them in their tracks completely. That's what needs to happen. I they are so corrupt. Corrupt. They don't FBI. they don't deserve to have an agency. They've corrupted it. Mm, it is so awful and I my hat just goes off to the whistleblowers and that kind of There should of be thousands of them though. Oh, there should it's, be. It's time. It's it's time. Even I mean, they've had enough the people in the FBI. Yeah. Absolutely, they have. I mean, they you've got the Democrats attacking them, doing the dirty work, covering up all this stuff as much as they possibly can. Dan Bishop, he said, you know, I mean, you talk about Bank of America and all the things that they did. They turned over our information. I'm only bringing this up because of our experience with Bank of America and how they froze our account and then wouldn't allow us to even access our funds and told us, meet straight to my face, that they they didn't have to provide me with a reason. They didn't care. No, they didn't care. So here's what we're starting to find out. Then I, I, then I got Bank America's <laughs> call me trash. Trending number one. Trending number for two number days. one in the United States, and your phone started ringing off the hook. Well, we might want to reconsider this. Mm-hmm. This might be bad publicity. You think? Oh, it was bad publicity for them. All right, At the same time. Bank of America's call me trash. Number one in the United Two days in a row. Yeah. It went on and on and on, and of course, Worm Boy was born. Thank Thank you very much for that. Uh, and we had a boy, great boy. <laughs> we had a great time with that. But here's the thing. Bank of America turned over customers' financial and transaction records to the FBI in DC area, regardless of the January 6th involvement. What right is that is it of theirs to share our personal yeah. accounts with anyone? But that's what exactly what they're doing. They're selling our information. I mean, it's gone from bad to worse. I, I sometimes wonder, like, okay, when are we going to stop talking about it and actually put an end to it? I mean, this whole Durham, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. This is a very big deal. 
what was found out about all of this. It has completely exonerated President Trump, completely. And anybody that wants to talk to me about Russia, 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 I cannot wait to have the conversation. Most people don't want to talk about it anymore. Hmm, wonder why. Because he's been vindicated, as have all of us. They targeted President Trump. They spied on President Trump. They stole his four years of his presidency from him. When the real crook had four investigations going on with her and her foundation, and they dropped them? We need to find out every possible thing that we can find out about that and get to the bottom of it and have these people tried for treason. End of story. I'm tired of them walking around with security clearances and positions in government. They need to be out by now. O-U-T. The sooner, the better. Okay, everyone. <laughs> Speaking of out. <laughs> We're out for the week. <laughs> we are out. All right. Yes, we are. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. I hope you will join me tomorrow on Political Rendezvous, where we will be spilling tea at three. We do that every single Saturday. We have a really good time on that show, the Jims and I. And if you would like to, it's on a completely different channel, so you have to actually go to my website if you want to go straight to Rumble. That's where we have our chat room. And at the very bottom, at JulesJonesLive.com, you can check it out. You can go straight over to the Rumble, click on that, and here's my channel. So I have a couple of people that I am going to thank real quick because it looks like we've had some donations and I want to get in here. I hope I will see you tomorrow. We have such a good time and there is going to be so much to talk about. That show is one of those where we go off script and so we never know how long it's going to go. And sometimes it goes for quite some time. It is really something. We've made it almost to eight hours on one Saturday. And I try to chop up little videos so I can give you a taste of it. But it's gotten very cumbersome. Also, I hope you're enjoying the scoops. I've been putting out videos on this show every single day so that you can all get a glimpse of what we talked about in case you miss it. Some people are calling them spoilers and I'm sorry if we're spoiling it for you, but I just think it's kind of fun to relive it because we are in probably one of the most incredible times in our history. And I'm, I just feel really lucky to be alive and witness this. Although there have been a lot of revelations to where we know what kind of crooks we're dealing with and they're not the fun kind. They're the scary, frightening kind. When you look at how this government has treated people, destroyed their lives and everything else, somebody has got to get a hold of them and quickly. And I have to say, I'm very impressed with Marjorie Taylor Greene because she is on it. She is drawing up all of these, these impeachments. She's working on it as hard as she possibly can. But she is going to need your help, and you're going to need to email. You're going to need to call your representatives and let them know in the nicest of ways how they need to get a handle on all of this, how they need to defund the FBI. I don't even think we need an FBI. We've had that conversation before. Here we go. Renee McCurry. She says, my favorite hour of the day. I love you, Jules, Cat Turd, Littermates, and Jims. I know. We're going to have a good time tomorrow. There, We do a whole deep dive on that show. So it's going to be a lot of articles, a lot of reading, a lot of information on a Saturday afternoon. Mother of Pearl says, I'd rather give to Jules and Cat Turd because giving makes me happy. Cheers, mates, and happy Friday. Cannot believe it's Friday. It was a long week. We have Nudson68. It's only five, but I enjoyed the show, Jules and Cat Turd and the Littermates. Thank you. You are so sweet. You know what? Just being here is great. And you all getting the word out on the show is helping more than you can possibly imagine. If you want to give us a thumbs up, if you want to just leave a comment, that helps too. People want to know how they can help us on the show. Also, we have podcasts. If you watch on Apple Podcasts or if you watch on Spotify or any of the others under the Megaphone umbrella, which I post at the end of the show, and I post it on all my social media pages, you will be helping us just by listening because they play ads on that and we get a little kickback from there. So if you want to help us with that, we have Pure Blood Stallion who says Friday Fudge Fund. Ooh, that's a hint. I think that's a hint to the Uranus Fund uh, Fudge Company. <laughs> 
<laughs> which is really awesome. We have Viking C who says, Trump, Trump is the man, my man, my man too. I never got off the Trump train. I am just really praying that he is going to be vindicted, vindicated in the public's eye. They have done such a job of trying to smear him when actually he has been our hero this whole entire time. Once I was on the Trump train, I never got off. You've got Flago. We need to replace Romney McDamble. <laughs> That's a good one. With the persistence and have Cat Turd moderate the debate. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend, everyone. Yes, Romney McDaniel. She's really a fool. And she's pretty bad. Really bad. Obviously bad. And I'm, I cannot wait until we have Scott on the show. Just so everyone knows about that, Scott will be on in the litter box with Cat Turd and I May 31st. And we are looking forward to the littermates joining up with the persistence and finding out how we can be better at boots on the ground than anybody. And we win these elections. We've got to. To save this country, we have got to. Anyway, everyone, I hope you will follow me tomorrow, and I will see you on my channel over there, JulesJonesLive.com. Thank you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Be safe, be kind to one another, and we will see you later. Bye.